Hey guys, it's your girl Boonie and you're listening to episode 155 of the Boonie Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right, guys, welcome to this week's episode. Uh, We get ratchet. We get a little responsible, but mostly ratchet because your problematic fave, Brian, is this week's guest. <laughs> I would, I, What didn't we talk about, honestly? Um, he gives us an update on therapy. We talk about church. I don't think we've ever talked about church and religion. Uh, Brian, leave it to him to figure out one true benefit of wearing a mask during COVID. <laughs> And we talk about why you should brushing up on your sex skills. Like you might have to tighten up your game every now and then. So stick around for that conversation. All right. My pick of the week this week, it might be ghetto. I don't know. You guys let me know. <laughs> but my pick of the week this week is cocoa butter. Yes, cocoa butter. I I use shea. And during the winter, I switch up and I use whipped avocado and whipped mango butter because they're a little heavier and they go into the skin a little deeper for me because you know in the winter it gets dry blah 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 but I had totally just forgot how bomb cocoa butter was like I ordered some I'll tell you guys where soon because my black friday guide is coming um but yeah I love it whipped cocoa butter I've never had it in the whip format but I've been using whipped cocoa butter and it is bomb and the smell like pure cocoa butter not that bullshit like queen helene but like real cocoa butter shit is bomb all right pick of the week <laughs> all right housekeeping from last week from episode 154 with Shika. you guys are hilarious um we did a sh- shit hits different and we talked about boomerang and i got this message actually on friday so somebody who listened to the episode a little late was like hey boonie Leave it to you to pinpoint that part of Boomerang. I too have watched Boomerang dozens of times and never once harped on the fact that David Allen Greer's character was sharing that he was having dick issues. You're right. The older you get as men age with men with health issues as well. Sometimes the penis doesn't do what they want it to do all the time. I commend you for acknowledging this point and trying to end the stigma around penis problems. Like Boonie said, go to the doctor, sir. (laughs) So thank you, Jessica, for sending in (laughs) your feedback from this episode. It is a very small part of Boomerang. It really, really is. But it just hit different this time because I was watching it like, wait a minute. I never really, really paid attention to that. And his boys joked him. Oh, my God. Then someone else said, Booney, oh, my God, you ended your streak with no Lockman. Yes, that was my confession. These are my confessions. Someone was like, I always love the episodes with you and Shika. Always a good girlfriend, Kiki. So thank you guys for listening. If you have not, go back and listen to episode 154. Shit hits different uh, with Shika. All right. Also, I want to thank you guys, all of you who sat in on Would You Rather Wednesday Live last week. We did a Halloween edition. It was fun. Oh, I actually need to mail out that prize to the person. who Somebody actually did join me in costume, which was dope. I appreciated it. Um, also on, we decided to go live for a second hour, which is something I normally, I've never gone live except for Would You Rather. And we did a discussion about the popular topic in my Instagram story last week about the man who has been um, going three years about having sex and he's married. And so we talked about that. 
And someone gave me the idea like, Boonie, maybe you should do a monthly Talk to Boonie Tuesdays live as well as along with the Would You Rather. So I'm going to consider it. It was actually fun. We went for another whole hour and we had a good time. The video was actually saved on my IGTV. Unfortunately, Instagram was a hating ass hoe and the Would You Rather Wednesday did not save to my IGTV. But the second hour of the conversation is saved there. All right. And you guys know we love five star reviews here. So if you listen on an Apple device, iPad, iPod, MacBook, iPhone, whatever, if you listen to that Apple podcast purple app, you can leave those five star reviews. All right. We got one this week and it says love five star reviews. Such a great podcast. Love the variety of topics. Um, Thank you, PHG fan for your five star review. You can go ahead and join them. It's very simple. All you have to do is open the app, search the Boonie Breakdown, scroll down, hit those five stars and you're done. If you want to leave some words, you can do so too. If you do not listen on Apple devices, you can leave us a five-star review over on our Facebook page at the Boonie Breakdown. Um, We'll take five stars however we can get them. Also, while you're at it, your phone is in your hand because you just left me a review. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at The Boonie Breakdown, on Facebook at The Boonie Breakdown, and on Twitter just at Boonie Breakdown, all right? We have a good time on Instagram mostly is where I'm most active, so go follow us there. Um, Like I said, we do Would You Rather Wednesdays every Wednesday in the Instagram story unless we go live, so look forward to seeing you new followers there. Also, I think that's it. But when you share this episode, please be sure to use the hashtag pod in P O D I N and the hashtag the boonie breakdown tag us, put it in your Insta story, share it, share it, share it. Um, we love it cause it helps us grow. So that is it for me. Yes. I kind of went through this really fast because I think this episode is long like last week. So I think we go over an hour, but it is funny and you will enjoy the laugh. So let's get ready to break it down. All right, guys, it's your girl, Boonie. We're here another week, and your problematic fave is here. Hey, everybody. How you doing? It's Brian. <laughs> Look, I feel like soon we're going to stop calling you our problematic fave. Is therapy Never. working? Yes. Yes. I think what it's doing, I think what it's doing is attracting more, more of your listeners. Um, when Lots they find out my that- listeners. Cause they, they the type that fall for shit like that. Shaking my head. Cause the whole thing is like a man trying to do better for himself. <laughs> that's when they come in like, oh, you know, it's so good. You're getting counseling. Oh, that's good. So now they want to be there when I'm well. So they just, they setting up the parlay like, oh, he going to be a better man. <laughs> yeah, that's what they think. Yep. And so then it's like attractive to them like oh you know he's going to therapy he's getting counseling you know he's dealing with his issues you know and then they thinking like yep he got the potential he got the potential but you're right though somebody's yeah. laying the foundation that's what they do it's that's not just my do. listeners all right what's one takeaway you've learned in therapy so far just so we know you're not really bullshitting no for real like some real shit like she was like um we haven't even really got deep on nothing. Like, it's kind of like we went through, like, my family history, stuff like that. Like, so nobody in the family was getting molested. Like, I, lady, like, you know, like, that was, like, 
the thing she asked like three times. I guess she think it was like as a man, like I wouldn't be willing to, you know, say that. So I'm like, nah. So, you know, we go through everything. And then recently she was like, um, you know, how does something, oh, I had got like stuck up when I was like 19. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, how did that make you feel? And then I was just like, you know, I just felt like I could never get caught slipping again. Like I got to be on my shit. Like <clears throat> I was like, you know, sometimes, you know, I just be out and I just might have my gun with me, stuff like that. Like it just trigger me to always kind of be on point. And I was like, but I was 19. So like, you know, I felt like I just wasn't on top of my shit. She was like, those are not feelings. <laughs> so I was like, what you mean? Like, you asked me, how did I feel? Like, I told you how I felt. And she was like, no, no, you told me actions. You told me things you did. Did, yes. You would do to, you know, prevent that from happening. Like, you told me, like, things that you've done, like actions. In that moment, how did you feel? And I'm just sitting there, like, scared, afraid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so proud of you, though. I was like, you know, I thought that I was going to die at that moment. You know, I cried in church the next day. I was like, you know, I was like, you know, that that right there really kind of, you know, I was like, it just just made me feel like, you know, I got to be here for some reason, you know, that type of thought process. And she was like, that's what I wanted to hear. You were afraid. You were scared. <laughs> it's okay. And I'm sitting there like, oh, shit, she trying to break a nigga down. Like, I'm not falling for this shit. <laughs> but it's good to be vulnerable. No, it was, it was you no, know, and then the phony, the, the crazy thing was, it wasn't like, I felt vulnerable. It just was like, in my mind, like, well, how did that make you feel? Like, oh, I feel like I wanted to kill somebody. Like, no, like, that's not a, that's not an emotion, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it was, it was like, putting things in perspective because this whole time, like, in my life, I've always felt like I'm so, um, like, much of, like, a sensitive man, like, I like affection, and, you know, I'm such a good communicator. And then when she kind of, like, put that to me, I was like, damn, maybe, like, in my mind, I'm thinking one thing, but in reality, I might have been closed off or shut down with Come my on, feelings. therapy and work. With my Come feelings. on, therapy and work. Yeah, so it was it was cool. Like, I mean, I've only been, like, maybe three or four sessions because I go every two weeks. But um, it's pretty cool. It's, like, it's nothing in particular, like, we're working towards or an issue to get to. It's just about being better, like I said, you know, from the beginning. I like it. And I think more people need to hear that. Like I've done therapy both ways. Like I'm in a moment right now where I'm not in therapy because I just don't want to be. I'll be starting soon because I feel like I need to get back in therapy because I see some things creeping back up like that you you regressing. But I feel like it's, it's two things. I have gone like I need to deal with this specific issue. And then I've gone where it's just like, all right, let's unpack some shit because like you said, my what you talked about that moment of getting robbed my therapist always calls those markers their moment markers where shit changes like something happened to you Mm -hmm. it was a marker in your life and you may or may not realize what it triggered you to do differently afterwards right no but what you just what you just said was funny because you said you not in there because you choose not to be in there yeah that's kind of like the approach that i like took to going to church like I don't want to be in church and I'm out here like, 
you know, fucking and getting it in and doing a whole bunch of nasty shit. And then it's like, I go to church and I lose my edge. Now, bitch, like, choke me. She like, choke me, choke me. And I'm like, what's wrong? Like, can we just stop? Can we pray? Like, can we pray? Like the other day, you know, I felt like, you know, something was wrong. And it's like, do you need to talk to me? I don't need that, Brian. Like, I don't need that. He don't need to be here for another 10 years. Like, till I hit like 50 or get some type of like crazy medical condition. Well, church is on pause for you. I mean, it's not on pause, but it was just like, you know, at one point, like I was there every Sunday, you know I mean? I was doing stuff in the men's ministry. Oh, wow. then it was like, yeah, like I was, I was doing a lot. I mean, I have a young young pastor oh i do remember that phase of yours on facebook now that you mention it (laughs) now that you mention it i don't go to church i mean it's not no bad or good thing i just don't the only time i really go is when my mom asked me to go and i don't have nothing against it so when she said come on go to church with me i'm like all right i go that's really the only time i go yeah and i mean at one point i was there regularly like but it was kind of like when i was going through the divorce and that was our church like you know, you get to church and you're like, fuck, this bitch here. Like, God damn. Like, you just stole my motherfucking church. Like, now your church friends are friends. Your friends from high school are friends. You look up, like, how did we get 450 friends and come? How? How the fuck? Like, damn. yo, and it's all your friends. It's our friends and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you be like, I got to find a new church. You walk in there and then you see her motherfucking mother, somebody like, God damn, this shit is fucking rigged. That's actually no, uh, yeah. a good point. I didn't think about that. Who gets the church when you break up? Right. And it's like you, you try to be mature enough that you both can be there, but, you know, it was too soon. All I right. Now, now we probably could, but back well, that's then. That's good that you've grown. Sometimes you just got to let, let it heal for a little bit. So I just mentioned Facebook. The other day on Facebook, you was cutting out, which you always do on Facebook. Okay. So just how he is on the podcast, imagine that as Facebook statuses. I haven't done it in a while. I've really been chilling, but every now and again, I just let it, it pokes fly. out. That's what happens. Yeah, it just come out. This one was funny as fuck, though. You were like, imagine cheating, and you get to wear a mask and a hoodie before y'all seated in a booth in the back of the restaurant. Look at God, twenty twenty. That's real shit. <laughs> like at the end of the day, like I don't even know why. Like I'm single as fuck, but I still move like I'm cheating. Because I just don't like people in my business. So that's fair. It's like if we just went to go get something to eat, like people wouldn't know if it's just Brian and Booney hanging out. I just feel like people would be like, oh, they. Oh, fucking. no, that would instantly make yeah. Instagram. Like we knew oh, they yeah. was fucking. Like I, that would yeah, be that. So it's I like get you. anytime I'm out with somebody and it was just to grab a drink, get some lunch, it's casual. Like in my mind, like I always, like I just be looking at shit like <laughs> fucking here that I know. Like, and then in my mind, like, oh, this is great. Like, I get to wear my mask. You know, I got on a hat or a hoodie, whatever. And then I sit down and then it's like you get comfortable and you realize, like, yo, you're not cheating. <laughs> 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 but the thing is, like, when you, when you, when at some point, like, when you were a cheater, like, you carry certain behaviors with you. And it's like, you just be deleting shit, like, for no fucking reason. Like, it'd be like, good morning. Delete. But with, like, then, muscle memory. Yeah, like okay. some shit. But that's how you stay sharp. Like, at the end of the day, like, you never know when you might go back to that person. So it's like, if you was a hustler, or you was in the streets, and you sold drugs, it's just certain things you just don't do. Like, you don't 
just be openly on the phone, just talking about shit. And, you know, you'd be like, oh, yo, I'm call you right back. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yo, pull up. You know, I got to tell you something. Like, Why the fuck you can't tell me now? Like, you work your fucking Verizon. But, I, like, I feel that like person, the, yeah. No, I feel like, listen to you say that, <laughs> it was a meme going around. And it had kind of triggered me a little bit. Because it was like, if you're... If your eye message looks like this, sis, run, and it was a whole bunch of voice memos. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I remember a nigga who used to do that to me. All the, like everything was a voice memo. Like I could be like, good morning. And then it would be like, good morning, beautiful. I lo-. Like I was like, why couldn't you just text that back? Damn, everything was a voice memo because you know they different. delete. Yeah, they delete. Yeah, they delete all the time. <laughs> That's some good shit, though. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'll the keep that in my, no, that in my backpack for later. But yeah. I mean, but yeah, yeah, so you still kind of like, all right, cool. Like, they set it up perfect. It's 2020. We wear a mask everywhere. Like, people don't know, like, if that's you with the mask on sometimes. They don't. Because I've looked right people who I know. And I'm like, mm. my other thing with the mask, though, which I got hit with, you really got to be careful with the mask. Because people can look cute from the eyes up. I got my first, like, oh, he look, he look like something. That motherfucking mask came off. I was like, fuck. I had already given him my number. It was too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, that's how I be like when I be in the market. Like when I'm in the market, I don't know it's something about the market, like the giant out here in Owens Mills. Yo, these hoes be having their little leggings on the athleisure and they just be looking fat like i'll be walking down the aisle for nothing like i don't need nothing in that aisle and i'll be like excuse me you know which aisle the oodles and noodles in they like what <laughs> yeah i just say something dumb like i cannot find charcoal around here like do you do you know where charcoal is at they'd be like boy get out of here I'll be just trying to because there's nowhere to wear your clothes. Like if you're still practicing good social distancing, quarantining shit, ain't nobody. You gotta get your y'all niggas not. ah. No, I don't go a whole lot of places, but from the looks of things, people out. People are out. Yeah, they out living it up. I'm like, what the fuck? This shit is gonna get bad. Like I feel like this run between Halloween and New Year's Eve is gonna fuck us up. Oh yeah, I mean, a couple countries just shut down. Just yeah. shut, shut some shit down yesterday, but you know they saying it's like a death every one hundred seven seconds or something like that. That is wild. Like they saying, like people still dying. Like you know, I mean, I think the part that fucked it up for us is a lot of us seeing people that we knew get it and pull through. You know what I mean? Some of the people that we still seen die were older people. And so what made us feel like a level of invincibility was like, I'm I'm somewhat healthy. I don't have a whole lot of pre-exposed conditions. Guess what? My cousin got it because they, they don't do shit. They just woke up one day and had fucking COVID. So I'm going to get it. So it's kind of like a mentality of like herd immunity where everybody's going to get it. And that's how we're going to beat so it. So I like, I get that. But then I also like, I do know somebody who was, well, they're, they're probably like close to your age, like 39. But, like, he got it super fit, could run 10 miles a day. It wasn't nothing. This nigga can't even walk a half a mile now. Like, I just... And he was a really healthy person. Hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up. 
I realized, like, you dropped some shit in there. Just run that back. You said some slick shit, like, he was your age. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, I'm, like, I'm old or something. Like, yeah, yeah like, he was like, you, what's your 40, 41? I just turned 41, but don't be like, oh, yeah, he was your age. Like, <laughs> yeah, old like, yeah, I mean, he, you know, he ain't young no more. I'm young you know, out here in these streets. I'm young in these streets. You are so young. It's just because I'm starting to creep towards my late 30s. But no, my body is my body is breaking down though. Like shit, the shit starts breaking down at 30. Okay. So I ain't believe that shit when my friends was like, bitch, wait till you turn 30. Your body just start doing shit. Like every time I play softball or do something like really active. But you been biking like 20, 30 miles. What the fuck? I wanted to do a hundred this weekend. Like I really, I mean, it's not a problem when I'm doing it. It's the next day. And I'd be walking and people like, you all right? And I don't even be thinking like nothing wrong with me. And they'd be like, why you why you walk like that? Like you limping or something? And I'm like, oh, that's the big dick walk. Like that's my big dick bop. That is a big dick walk because niggas, my friend was like, I don't get it. I don't see it. I'm like, the big dick walk is, it looks like they're walking around their penis. Like they got to throw the leg around because the penis (laughs) is hitting their thigh. So they got to like swing the leg sometimes. So I was like, you could, you know, a nigga who got a big dick by the way he (laughs) walked. I was like, my my one of the memes I posted on Wednesday one time was like, oh, and it's like it was like a man like holding his knee, and it was like a big red like uh, d- doctor, like <laughs> Google doctor, like a no, like alert around the knee and shit, and it was like, damn, my knee hurt from carrying all this dick around. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It was this guy when I was still had to go to D.C. to work, and he would catch the train. And if I was getting on the same train as him, like I would love, I would always walk behind him because his walk was so fucking sexy. Like he could go like six steps and then he had to throw that leg out because that dick was in the way. Like it was like every six steps he had to throw the leg out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I couldn't work in DC on that train situation. Like I would got so much pussy in DC because listen, I the train is the hookup spot. Yeah, like my slacks I wear are all very fitted, and I feel like. You know, like, I'm not buying no new slacks. Like, I mean, they fit, but they just fit it. Like, and I would prefer that look. But I'd be on the train or something like that, and I'd probably catch one of y'all looking, and they'd be like, oh, all right, what, what government agency you with? Which which three letters you with, ho? <laughs> H-O-E? She could work you for a nonprofit. She could be on the hill. <laughs> yeah, you with Homeland Security? Okay, yeah, that's what I'm with. I'm with Homeland Security. Listen. The the train, I remember one time on the train, we saw, I'm like, they had to be cheating. I think they were both married, but they commuted and they had a commuter love affair situation. They would be on the train in the morning when I say tonguing each other down. Like, you looking over like, it's six o'clock in the motherfucking morning. It's like, too early for that shit. How are y'all this horny? All, like, so I'm like, the only time they saw each other must have been on the train. And they were yeah. up on the train. And it's too fucking early, like. Like, what are you I doing? I got up and brushed my teeth and goggle, but I still need to, like, let my palate resurface. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Like, I don't want to be tonguing that early. That's the dumb reason why I'm not a fan of morning sex. Like, now I I'm, do like morning sex, though. I don't like it because I got to get up. I got to pee. I feel like I need to brush my teeth. Like, it's not organic. Like, and then I get back in the bed, and then I'm like, it's fake. No, I... I I'll do it, but it's like... If I just had sex with you the night before, it's not. And it's somebody that I used to deal with that I actually it took me getting used to. It was like clockwork. 
I don't know, like like you said, we would fuck before we went to sleep. All right, we we sleep. I would feel that I sleep on my stomach because it's that's the only really comfortable way for me to sleep because of my booty. And I would just feel that hand in the small of my back. Like, he, and at first I thought like he was trying to pull me close. Like, I didn't know what he was doing at first. And then I would feel the hand in the small of my back and then he would just start rubbing my ass. And I'm like, like your ass is horny, like in the middle of the night, like clockwork. And then he would just roll over and we fucking... And we roll, go back to sleep. See, that's not morning sex to me. No, that, but I'm like. Now I'm, I'm, I am good with the, the sleep sex thing. Like, if yeah, I'm like asleep, I, that was new for me. And all I of didn't a sudden, do that. Like, I get horny or I'm in my sleep and I'm feeling your ass. You know, I will wake that ass up. Try sliding from the side or, you know, like you said, like you already, you know, laying on your stomach. I'm trying to, you know, slide right in there. Like, that's, yeah, like that's that perfect. was, that was his like, like clock. Every time now, morning sex. I prefer in the weekdays, not really, but like Sunday morning sex, I could fuck with that. Yeah, because you don't go heavy. to church. You yeah, come, that that is church. <laughs> <laughs> no, up in yeah, these guts, nigga. The thing is, is, like, I'm not a morning person to begin with. Like, I'm a late. I'm a night owl. Like, I will okay. get out. I will get out my bed one o'clock in the morning to go get some pussy. Like, like literally, you're sleep laying in the bed. You will get up and go. You said that what you do. I won't be sleep. I'll just be up. Like I'll be up. I'm a night owl. So it's like, you know, I'm like I'm a night person. Okay. But like if I fuck with you and you hit me like one and like, well, what you doing? And I'm like, shit, like I don't already came in the house. Like, you're not gonna <laughs> come back out. Yep, fuck I will. <laughs> the fuck I won't, the fuck I won't. Shit, you, you better unlock the door. I'm on my way. Like I'm definitely that. gonna let you come in. I'm the, I'm sending the text. I'll send the text. Yeah. So I mean, like, I'm a night person. That's not gonna deter me because it's late. But the worst thing is, is when you wake up and you see the what you're doing text. You be like, "Fuck!" It be the next morning. It's too late. I hate that. Yeah. That's, but that's that's some woman shit. Men don't do that. Men don't do that. We're up. So it's like, and then sometimes I might be sleep. Or, you know, something like that. But for the most part, I'm usually up because I, you know, I leave the cigar shop like 1230 or if I'm smoking at my buddy's house, you know, we on a deck till one, two in the morning smoking. You know, at the end of the day, it might just be a decision I'm making not to see you, but I'm up like I'm a, I'm a night person. So for me, I'm cool with that. Like no matter how much sleep I lose, I'm good. I'm going to get ready up to go. I'm going to get up and do what I got to do the next day. But the fucked up part <laughs> is when you trapped at that person's house because you already came so late. And then it's like you get there, you sleep with them, and then now you got to get the fuck out because if I fucking, <laughs> once I bust that nut, I'm I'm out. And then that's the, the bad part. Like you got to get up and go to work and do shit the next day. And you wake up and you're like, oh shit, it's fucking 5.30. You look over like... <laughs> You selfish bitch. Like, why the fuck wouldn't you wake me the fuck up? Like, you knew I had to fucking leave. Like, well, you was laying there. Yeah, you look so cute. You were sleeping. You was holding it. Like, <laughs> you just wanted me to be in your bed. That's what the fuck it was. Like, but sometimes, you know, I used to not feel that way. I used to not like people sleeping in my bed. But I feel like now that I've gotten a little older, <laughs> it is nice to have somebody in the bed sometimes. Now, I don't like a nigga who be all up on me. But uh, just to roll over and I, my butt hits you or something, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that nigga there. I do like that now. Can't even front. So I probably wouldn't wake your ass up either. 
Yeah, I mean, at this point in my life, I really don't want to sleep with nobody who I'm not comfortable staying the night with. Fair. You know what I mean? So it's, the only thing is, now in the morning when I got to get myself together and I got things that I got to do, I want you to go. So you can stay tonight, but first thing in the morning, like I kind of want you gone. Like that's my time. Damn, can a bitch get breakfast? No, 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 not really. I mean, if it's a weekend and it's like, you know, but I always have shit to do. Like I'm not that person who ever has really like days when I have nothing going on. So I either got to get up, I got to get orders together, go to the post office. I got to go to work. It's just like a never time. Even on a Sunday, like I'm thinking about gambling <laughs> Shit like that. Football, football is going on. Like I gotta get my lineup together. Like I just need that moment. So when I wake up in the morning, I like to take my shit before I go to work. So it's like if that moment, like I get up and you're like just laying there, and I'm like, well, what the fuck you about to do? Because I want to take a shit in my house and be comfortable, <laughs> and I don't need you being like, oh yeah, you can take a shit. Like no, I want you to fucking leave. Like. Damn, let, me get my, let me get my shit started. You're not if you're not my fucking wife, I don't even want to shit in front of my fucking girlfriend. Like, give me my fucking space. You really care about shitting in front of people? It's my fucking moment of peace. Okay, she's not, not in the bathroom fucking... with you. But it's just the whole point. Like, I'm gonna just sit back, take my shit, take my shower, you know, go through my routine get myself together, turn my music on. Without worrying about somebody else. That's all. Yeah. Like, you land there because you're thinking you like, hanging out for what? No, I'm thinking I'm going to get dick again. Like, we no. going to get dick down again? No? no? I need some dick for the road. Yes. Well, that's because you're always traveling for dick. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll travel for dick. <laughs> Good dick. Let's make that qualifier. That's we'll probably travel. Like, that's probably the secret mission of your friend's company. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> Listen, only the best for good travel dick. spots for dick. You know, put up the black yeah, restaurants. Do <laughs> I need to do that. The best cities, the top ten you know cities with a good black dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yes. <laughs> I need to do the top ten cities with good black dick. That's the secret mission behind our company. Y'all are fucking crazy. Y'all got a shell company out here. <laughs> Yo, I'm actually going to do... I'm going to do a poll now that you think about it. Like, the best cities for a good black dick. It ain't that many cities out here where you're just going to find a good population of black people, period. We in the best part of the country. Like yeah, the people will, Yeah, people will knock Baltimore. But I like to say, like, we write in the Middle East for With real. The perfect because, yeah, because, you know, you got D.C. right down the road. You yeah, know, if York, you got to head down Philly. south, you got you to head down south, you're looking at maybe like four to six hours, you know, to get to like North Carolina, VA. Uh, yeah, it's not, yeah. not bad. But then if you got to go north, I mean, like you said, you're hitting Philly in no time. You're hitting New York, you know. It's easy. Hope you don't got to go to fucking Boston. That shit's too far. Yeah, no, nah, I ain't never gone. The furthest I've gone for Dick North is New York. Let me see the furthest south. I ain't been past Virginia for south for Dick driving. <laughs> <laughs> now we getting flewed out and, and shit. That's different. 
Man, that's, you know, COVID really fucked shit up. Like, ain't nobody got, like, I ain't even been flown out. Like, I really thought 2020 was going to be a whole year. I was ready for it to be a substantial whole year for me. And the Rona shut that shit all the way down. It's been such a good year for me financially. Like, one of the things that I felt like I needed to do after coming from having, like, five months of being unemployed was just, like, saving money again. And it's like hard to save when you was like fucked up. So you trying to get shit back right. But Rona shut so much shit down. Like I just, I just haven't had the need to like spend money like that. So yeah. whereas, you know, you know, you run through your savings and stuff like that when you lose a job, like now to be able to put that back and like, right, feel good as shit. Hell yeah. Like nobody wants to walk around without a nest egg. Like if you have a night, like on a, like if you, if you live and check the check, and like I understand that mentality. That's why like I'm always so like appreciative of my customers and stuff like that. Like you really appreciate people spending their money with you. When they hit you with the I'm gonna get that hat when I get paid on Friday, you're like, <gasps> I'm in your budget. Like you're making life decisions. <laughs> like you're gonna get that thirty dollar hat from me. And then by, you know, you can't get it today because you clearly wait, or you just don't want to touch your savings. Cause some people are like Nope, I'm not. They budget and yeah, yeah, like my money comes that. in on Friday. And that's yeah. cool, and I respect that. But it's like when you've been that dude, where you're like you live and check the check, and you fuck up some money, like hanging out with your friends, and you just have one of them nights where like y'all just go from spot to spot. Yeah, you like you put wake it on up, the card. <laughs> you wake up Sunday and you like, woo, yeah. yeah, you know, like that shit right there will have you like fucked up. You'd be like, oh shit, like I had one of them nights in motherfucking New York. Where I looked up at the credit card bill, I said, what the fuck did we do? My friend was like, you was just like, put it on the card. I was like, fuck. But <laughs> no, this year has been good for me financially too. I don't think I've shared publicly, but I don't care because I feel like we should talk about money more as people because that's the only way we're going to grow. But my shit was all maxed out. Not even gonna lie. Like, <laughs> so Kenny was on this whole thing. Like I call him the Black Dave Ramsey now because he's been on I've my seen ass. That. I've seen that. Yeah. He has been on my ass about this credit card debt. And so... Such a responsible man. Shout he out really Kenny. is. Kenny is great. So when I started in April, I was at 97% utilization on my credit cards. <laughs> and now I'm down to 48%. And my goal by my birthday, which is December 14th, is to be at 25%. Well, that's good. I mean, long so, you want to be under 30, though. You yes, that's my goal. You want to always under 30. And... um. That'll keep you at a decent, uh, it, it won't affect your credit score and all of that stuff like that. But yeah, like that's the yeah. type of stuff where, you know, like now I want to be like, my goal is to buy a house within like a year, year and a half. So it's hard for me because you got kids and they'd be like, yo, why the fuck we can't do this? Like, why the <laughs> fuck we can't do that? And you'd be like, nah, because that's the hardest thing for me is like, telling my kids no and trying to balance them understanding that, you know, I pay child support. Mm. So if I just, if I I just wrote a big ass check, you know, like, no, like as much as I feel like, you know, I still got to do for you. It's not going to be the same as it was before where you still get new tennis shoes, new clothes. and No, 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 no. I paid that bill. So You know, you gotta, you got, but you gotta learn how to say no. And I feel like that's the best way to become fiscally responsible is the, is so much power in the word no. When people say like, let's go to dinner, and you'd be like, no, 
You're like, I can't. Yeah. You know? And then so- that's why when chicks be like, can we go out on a date? No. <laughs> no I can't. For real. Like, that shit is the biggest fucking waste of money, especially, like, pussy you already got. Like, but yo, I think the thing is there, and I, the reason why I think guys spend so much money on dates is because they aren't creative, right? Like, and I will say, like, I feel like at the beginning of this quarantine shit, like, I feel like niggas was trying a little bit harder because they had to be creative. Like, it couldn't just be, let me go spend $150 or $200 at a restaurant, we get drinks, and then you just give up the cheeks later. Like, that shit was closed, so you had to figure out something else to do. Yeah, so, but it's but it's like, the thing is, you constantly if you're single, you constantly in a position where you're meeting people. So you you definitely sometimes just had to take that L like, yo, let's meet for drinks. You know what I mean? And then, you know, a bitch get there and she ain't ate. Now the bitch want an appetizer. You know, <laughs> then, you, then, then, then you eat. There goes the fucking budget. You know, you had $50, $70 easy. Do you remember this thing? You probably didn't see it where it went viral, where the guy was like it was i think he did a video or some text messages or some bullshit but he did like a thing where he was like oh no i can't go out on a date this week because i'm on a budget but we can go out next week and then the girl was like i'm you're broke no i'm not gonna go out on a date with you but then he was like a millionaire or some shit (laughs) yeah i've seen that like he ended up getting married or he had like money or something yeah and i mean i get it and my thing is that's not my priority. Like, my priority is not to, like, spoil you with dates. Like, so at the end of the day, like, if we've already established something, like, we can go hang out every now and again, but we're not in a relationship, so there's no fucking date night. Now, if we're in a relationship, yeah, I, I believe that it's very healthy that we date and we mm-hmm. come up with different ideas and spend money, but part of being single is, like, you can't be foolish neither. Like, you know, you can't be all this bitch tricking off unless you, you know, you got that in your budget. But that's like money. I gamble, so you know I take two hundred. Oh, is gambling in your budget? Fuck yeah! I so take two hundred dollars. I take two hundred dollars every Tuesday to the poker game. You know, I, I walk in willing to fucking lose two hundred dollars. This week I only lost sixty, but there's weeks that I walked out with five hundred, six hundred dollars at one sitting at the table. Now that might be. Okay, now, bitch, we can go get a motherfucking drink. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get real fucking generous when I win money. Like, for football season, in the last three weeks, I've won, you know, 1600 So it's like, when I got a little extra... All right, bitch, if this is your chance, he done got some money. <laughs> but I spend this shit just as fast, too. So it's like, that'd be like the play money. Like, you play around, you know, you fuck off with that money. But once I'm just like, like, nah. Like, that's the part where I, you know what? And that's the part where I feel guilty when I tell my kids no. Because you'd be like, yo, you just took that bitch off of drinks last night. <laughs> <laughs> Telling your kids no, but paying for the pussy. Right. You'd be like, but. Because <laughs> it'd be like, well, dad, it's only like $30. We can get like, you know, like, can we get like a seafood boil? And you'd be like, man, fuck it. Be like, Bottom fuck kids of seafood boil. That's why you asked me having them out there working and selling shit and teaching them entrepreneurship so they can get their own money, which I think is great. It is they great. have to because the thing is, and like, he's spending his money on pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't buy pussy at all. Never, never, never. But the thing is, for real, like, I see this is this is another thing, right? So we got to talk about this. Um, I wouldn't say I see it so much in the black community, but I do see it with some people in the black community. You have parents that are really successful, right? Mm -hmm. The parents who are really successful, you ever meet their children? 
they're like they're like lazy as fuck or they just like inherit the success okay but don't have their own hustle they don't have the work ethic yeah they don't have the work ethic so it's like it's great for you to be like i own this i own that my name's all over this and then people like oh that's booney's kid like you know that's miss you know mr booney and mrs booney like oh they were really successful and she had this podcast and now her daughter's taking it over but you want your daughter to take that bag and be like hey ma like i just opened up a grocery store in the food desert and you know we're going to do this and this is our plan we're going to open up three grocery stores in 15 years. And you're like, fuck, my kid is on it. But these people will be like owners of shit and their kids be like fucking entitled, They're lazy. They're not interested, yeah. Yeah, not interested, but have no hustle. So my plan is always like, I'm going to teach you how to fish. Like, you know, if I teach you how to fish, you're going to always know how to, you know, go get your own food and be able to eat, cook it, do whatever. But if I just keep giving you, giving you, giving you, like, that's and not going to help. You don't know how to do it at all. Yeah. You so know, I'd rather, I, I I'd rather them have their own hustle. Like, you know, come up with something that you love. Like, I always say what makes a great entrepreneur is doing something that you love. Like, whatever your gift is. And people don't know what the fuck their gift is. And if your gift is just sucking dick, go suck dick some money, ho. Get that money. Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. You know what? I was telling somebody the other day because you mentioned sucking dick. I feel like my good dick sucking days are behind me. I really do. Really? And I'm sad about it. And that's what I've really always, like, <laughs> thought of you as. That's really what I've, <laughs> like, you know, on our Twitter days, the stuff that you would put out on Twitter, I just, like, she got some fire-ass head. Like, it, I, I did. I really did. I don't know if this 35-year-old head matches my 25-year-old head. And I always think back to something this this a guy told me one time, and I'm like, shit, maybe that shit is true. But it was saying how um, older men like dealing with younger women because younger women are always willing to put in more effort and... <laughs> <laughs> they really they do more than the generation before them and so he was like like your generation of women were the dick suckers like the generations before you didn't really suck dick like that like he's like, i bet you ask your mother did she suck dick and she'd be like yeah now she don't suck no dick right so i remember asking your mother mom, sucked dick your mother sucked dick. <laughs> my mom said she did not okay <laughs> not now but she's doing it now but hey, it was robin just... <laughs> rocking robin <laughs> tweet tweet i hate you so much but like even her friend was like yeah that was something that was like white girls did so yeah, when he thought about terrible. that i was like shit now i'm the old bitch and these these young bitches out here busting it down and doing all this shit i gotta get my shit right so yeah. i feel like i'm gonna go i need to do like a dick sucking boot camp with a volunteer i know who the volunteer is so don't come in my dms nobody um to get my skills back up because i feel like i, I done got real lax yeah, and I and I think so the thing is is like when she get older her hips, she gets stronger her lips. You gotta tighten that up. Like if you're gonna be out here and you're gonna lock some shit down, you gotta make sure like you know you keeping your jaws exercise and everything. Like it's just certain things that you should do. Try to chew your food, you know, twenty to thirty times before you swallow. You alternate sides though. <laughs> yeah. Like you gotta you gotta keep strengthening your muscles. Like you gotta get to the point where you're like staying sharp because you don't wanna lose you don't want to lose your man out here to a 28-year-old, 29-year-old. Uh, right? Like but, I, but see, when you were younger, you were careless. Like, you didn't care if somebody was hitting the back of your throat. You was probably <laughs> drunk anyway. So it's like, you know, you now didn't like, care. Shit, nigga. <clears throat> throat hurt for three days after this shit now. Yeah, this... 
But it hit me. No, it's the same thing, though. It's like getting harder and harder. Like, you trying to eat pussy, and it's like, yo, I pull my growing. Like, you're trying to get to the bottom (laughs) of the bed. You're like, you're like, ah, I can't lay that way. And he's like, oh, (laughs) Like, you go to put your leg up, hit it from the back. And you know how, like, you get that one leg up, you get all that power behind it. And then it's like, at the, like, 10 strokes, you're like, shit, I forgot I got bad growing. Was somebody who did that move and put the leg up and was going and he was like i heard that and i was like you all right he's like yeah i'm fine he tried to play it off he already had a back injury <laughs> yo he, he was so hurt yo he just he just laid flat on his stomach and i was like are you okay he was like can you, you got a heat impact <laughs> Some of these positions be working, you work the fuck out, you. Yeah, like, that shit. I'll never get that. He was like, I was like, you all right? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Brian. Yeah, it's real. It's real. I'm telling you, you just be like fucked up out here. So, yeah, that's a good point. You got to keep your shit sharp. Um, you do. Because you know, I told you, I, did I, I told you, well, I told the podcast. I don't know if I told you specifically. Get y'all locked up. No, <laughs> I took dick riding, <laughs> a dick riding um, seminar pretty much all summer. A plus game there. Hey, look, it, you'd be surprised. I feel like women that I've been with, I've taught mostly all of them how to ride dick. Like it's a lot of women lacking in the dick riding department. And, I- and, it, and you know what it is? They don't feel comfortable because there's been with, they've been with somebody. And be, it's my favorite position, by the way. So for me, of course it like, would be. Yeah, I mean, I just want to be able to like look at you. It's the visual. You. It's yeah. the visual. I can look at you. I can grab your ass. I can see your thighs. I can rub your thighs. I can feel your ass. I could slide my finger around if I want. I could play with your titties. I could look look you in your eye. I could choke you. There's so many different things I can do from that one position. And at the same time, I can still fuck you back. Like it ain't me just being lazy. But it's just like that whole position. I've always fell in love with it, and I think it mimics like the motion of when I lay on my back and jerk off when I was younger. So mm. that always has been like, I can't come like this. I got to lay on my back. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but real talk though, a lot of women have never felt comfortable in that position. So they get up there and they may have been like, I mean, I've been with one where they was just like, and they told them like, man, get the fuck off. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like, that's no way. That's no way. You got a teacher. No, it's different when you get up there and you're doing some dumb shit and you're just straight bouncing, bouncing. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow the fuck down. Like, yeah, the, the, the class, the class that I took, it was good. Like, she made it, she makes it a workout. Oh, so I, it was a real class. No, it was a legit real class. I'm not even joking. Okay. I thought you was talking about like, you've been out here like just riding dicks and getting better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. Like, awesome. No, like, so this was like a real class because I had the lady come on my podcast, and her whole thing is like she's trying to train dick assassins. I think it's episode 140, 140 or 141, something like that. So I took her thing, and so you do like a workout. You're actually sweating. Like, you get it. She's trying to help you build up your stamina because I think that was always my thing. Like, you know, the jokes would be like, you got one or two minutes on top, and then you like, fuck this shit. <laughs> Let's switch. Right. So, but then I think she gave you, um, she gave you, um, different ways that you probably never thought to move your hips and things without 
completely just bouncing on a dick for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. and, and that's what it is. It's like, Cause you gotta was, be willing. You gotta be willing to switch it up. Like, yeah. Sometimes it's like just ride the head. Like sometimes it's just like you know, come down and just grab that thing. Like when you can learn how to use your pussy and you on top, like you have a nigga at your mercy. Like if a nigga put his knees up, like he about to straight like push you off, he weak as shit. Like so, at that moment you be like, yo, 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 chill, chill, chill. My thing was, I legit will be like. I will tell niggas, like, on top, not my strong suit. I'm going to throw that ass back. I will fuck you if we're a missionary. I will fuck back when you fucking be a missionary. I'm going to fuck you back. But riding on top, that was never my jam. So I was like, all right, let me try with this shit I learned with this. <laughs> so we're doing it. This person, um, yeah, we, were, we weren't using condoms, but we've, we've Done all the testing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, well, let's get some tests and be raw. Because if I, I fuck you with a condom on, at the one pack, we gotta talk about something. <laughs> not one, a three pack. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna keep. I'm not gonna keep fucking so, you. No ba- I'm not keep putting no bag on my dick to enjoy you. Like, oh God! So we did the testing. We were both only fucking each other, and so I'm doing the. I was like, let me try this shit out, and he was like, stop. And I was like, what? And he's like, stop. And then I'm like, nah, he never calls me my real name. And so he said my real name. He's like, Adrian, stop, because I'm good at nutting you. <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> that was a good moment for me. So now I feel a little bit more confident being on top. Because yeah, I never that, felt confident before. Yo, that that is the shit. And women don't be realizing, like, that's how you make a motherfucker weak. Like, when you when you on top, and you got like that type of control, and like you see a motherfucker face starting to cr- cringe up, and he's starting to get weak, and he's like, "No, like, don't move, like, huh, huh?" Yeah. And you move anyway, and you be like, "Bitch, I know you fucking heard me." <laughs> but it's like, that's that moment of weakness. Like, I mean, sometimes you know, hitting it from the back, and you know, other positions, definitely, like, you have your moments. Like, my thing is like, if I, if I'm on top missionary. And you open your legs all the way up, and I grab both your ass cheeks and spread them just a little bit so I can get all in there. I'm good for like eight pumps. Like at that moment, once I grab all that ass and open that <laughs> shit, like I spread it just a little bit. That's open, all you got. And I know I'm hitting bottom. Like at that moment, like we both tapping. Like I'm just like, fuck. Like, I never. Really, to, yeah, I never I'm trying really to, I'm trying to like until recently. I'm trying to like finish like eight to 10 strokes. That's my finisher if I'm on top. And then at that moment, I'm trying to jump up and toast the strudel you. Toast the strudel. <laughs> <laughs> Time to apply the icing. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing is. Oh, you got to take the condom off first. <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> But I was going to say, Ratchet like... Ratchet and responsible, people. Ratchet, Ratchet and responsible. Yes. I feel like people... I feel like... I wish men would get more creative where they would toast or strudel you at, right? Like, I know it's a bit, It's not a lot of time there, but other places besides my inner thigh would like some action, right? You don't got to do it there or my ass, like... I'll take a little shot to the face or on my titties or something. Like, let's spice it up. It's always be like on your thigh and it's over. And I'll be like, 
I missed it. I wanted to see it. <laughs> you robbed me of that experience. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, my thing is just like you always have to try to like keep it to a level of uh, like um, you got to keep it to like a certain level of what's the word I'm looking for? Like creativity, like shock and all. Like you can't like. Once you get to that point, but that's that comes from fucking too much. And that's why you can't be fucking in the morning and the night and the morning and the night because you create this, you create a level of comfort. And that's why if you keep it, you know, spaced out, if you keep it spaced out, then you're you're gonna have more of a build up and more of an excitement. But if you fucking her all the time and giving a dick first thing in the morning and then now you rush into a house on your lunch break, like no, you got to act like it could be the best pussy you ever had. You can't be pressed for it. You got <laughs> to keep know. it. That's the one. That's the best thing I've learned in my later life is not being pressed for it. Even if you want it all the time, you, you cannot. You gotta, no, that's, you gotta, that's just not fun. Like, I don't know. Maybe what is what are you? You're a Virgo. Yeah. I ain't never had Virgo dick. I was just thinking maybe it was a personality trait. Like when I'm with somebody, I want it all the fucking time. It's pretty bad. You were in my Insta story yesterday before we wrap up. I just looked at the time. The guy who had shared with us that he had been married, he's married and they hadn't had sex in three years. What? That was the face everybody had. It was wild. Could you they imagine? They haven't had sex in three years. Mm-mm. They're not married. <laughs> What's the longest you would go without sex in a marriage? Two weeks. Damn, nigga. <laughs> she, she better have a doctor's note. Like, the fuck? Not a doctor's note. Oh my yeah. God. Like, what you, what you, what you, what you, I mean, not like, what you're here for because it's like that's not what that's, marriage is yeah based that sounds you know? real bad no but it's just like that's my whole so one of the reasons why i do want to ultimately like be in therapy and counseling and shit like that is because i don't want to cheat like i don't want to be in that type of situation so if you want to be my everything i want to be able to express to you like i need it okay. like i don't want to feel like pushed away i don't want to feel like um damn, like, I'm coming to bed at night and I'm tr- I am feel like I'm trying to get pussy from somebody I never met. Like, I'm rubbing your thigh and fake talking to you and shit like that. Like, I want you to already know, like, this is what my man needs. Like, listen up, ladies. You know who the man you are marrying or who the man you are fucking. If you know you haven't fucked in 10 days, you should fucking be nervous because some of you know <laughs> that when you met this guy, y'all was just fucking and he wanted the shit all the time. So now all of a sudden he just not going to just be comfortable with every 10 days or these little lazy fucks you've been giving. So step your fucking game up. Get on that Fenty site or whatever the shit it is, you know, get the, the Fenty Savage outfits. I looked at some of them. Like, I'm like, okay, because I had clicked on some shit and was like, damn, who's this bitch? And I'm like, that's Rihanna. <laughs> and then I seen like an advertisement for some chick who was like a kind of like a plus size chick. But Tabria. she was like, I don't even know if it was Tabria. It was Lassant, like- um, Leslie. It was somebody, but she was a Fenty thing, so it was like shop now. And I just clicked on, like, oh shit, like, damn, like, this some shit, like, I would do, like, I would buy some lingerie, 
all that shit. Like, I would buy some lingerie, like, hey, your leash out, all that shit. Like, your fucking knee boots. Come on, like, leash. Some new shoes, like, you know, some lingerie. That's some shit like that. Like, that's how I eventually want to be. Like, one person do everything for her. But I'm not there yet. Only when so, you're 50. <laughs> you, you know, the crazy part is, like, really real talk, like, when I be around my friends that's, like, 46, 47, 48 years old, they still, like, yeah, yo, I'm about to go out of town. Like, I'm going to, you know, Vegas, me and this chick. Like, oh, okay, like, oh, you didn't, yeah, I, got, I got a friend, you know, I'm not settled down. Like, you know, I got another shorty, we going to go hit a concert. And it's like, so y'all niggas still out here, like, living like that? Like, in my mind, I feel like, like don't that shit get tired? I feel like it's supposed to, but then they'd be like, nah. Like, you, if you don't want to get married again, like, don't do it. But like, they'd be like, it's the same shit. Like, women just get older, they don't get better. Like, y'all... Oh, my God, that is such a fucking terrible thing to say. Because y'all just get older. Y'all still do the same dumb shit. Like, y'all still... they like, yo... It's not women, like men out here... Women that's... But, 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 but they're 45, 48, dealing with women that's 35, 36, still sending the long-ass text messages, still complaining about dumb shit. Like, it just be like, y'all can't get the fuck out of y'all way. Y'all find shit to fucking beef over that just don't make sense. Like, yo, why the fuck are you arguing about that? And that be I don't know if I agree with that. I need, like, an example, but, you know. <laughs> I don't know, yo. Y'all just be finding shit. Like, what? Like, all right. Um, a woman will say some shit like, you know, the last time we've been out on a date was, like, um, September the 3rd. Who the fuck is keeping track of when the last time we fucking went out on a date? Like. So just like you said, you had the expectation to be fucking all the time. What if you was winding down at her before and doing all this stuff and Never. then stop? And so that Never. was her expectation. Never. Nope. I don't, that's why I don't do it. Because if you you can't keep it up, then don't do it. I don't start like that. Nope. I don't either. Nope. I tell like, people I'm a virgin when we first meet. Nah, I ain't starting like that. I ain't starting out taking you to no big dinners and stuff like that. Everybody know me, snowballs. Like, I mean, I mean we know your we know your routine, but I'm just saying, like some of these guys, I don't know. But some of these guys, but I'm talking about like some chick said to me before, like, oh well, we haven't been on a date in this long. Like, we're dating. Like, I thought we was fucking. Like, we're dating. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been another episode no, of the Booty Breaks. There was one more thing that we had to talk about. It was uh. You mentioned, you said something on the Insta story. It was something that we had to talk about that was like obvious. That was like in in the story or something that was posted. It was you posted it, wasn't it? I don't know, but I I just want all Wasn't it your freaky shit that you be posting? Was it? Was it something I posted? I thought it was. Maybe it wasn't. It was something I posted? Um, Maybe it was something I posted. Well, we did talk about the thing where the, the girl said the cue f- washed her hair and, and fucked it. Like, you mentioned No, that. we did not talk about that. We ain't talking about that. That was funny. I, did you send me the one chain Twitter thing from the girl who fucked the cue and he fucked her stomach up? I did send that to you. That was wild. So, ladies, if you need the cobwebs knocked out, you know what the the bras is good for. I was like, damn, this nigga sent her to the hospital. Like, like really rearranged her organs, legit. (laughs) And she was just like, yeah, and I do this shit again. Like, 
Fuck I mean, it. some sex like that that had me in the hospital breaking ribs and shit, moving my shit. Oh, that's what it was. The clean balls, beard, keeping your balls, beard, and bodies fresh. Yo, why do people think that was me, though? I thought it was you, too. It's not you? No, that's not me. Like, that's... I thought it was your tattoos. Okay, before we really wrap up, so it was let me tell y'all real quick how y'all boy, if y'all don't follow him on his personal page, went out here and had his little thought shorts on, first of all, showing the style meat and shit out here, trying to be fresh. Who? But now you, you, now you got freedom fighter tattoo legs. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he trying Yo. to be cute and he going to be out here wearing coochie cutters now because he's going to be showing off all I his always, leg tattoos. For like the last for the like the last three years like i always wear like little short shorts to the gym like the five inch joints so like i always wear like i love my legs so i work hard to build my legs up because i already feel like i have a good decent size but the one thing like as a man you can't have is little legs you can't so i always try to be in a gym with like the little ass like workout shorts and stuff like that one it just so happens that this summer i started wearing them like out you know, walking yeah, I was around. Like, Look at put your fucking thighs away, you whore. And then, he, yo, when so, did that become a thing? So then, okay, because that's what men say to women, right? <laughs> so then, I'm I'm perusing Instagram one night, bored of shit, not doing nothing. And I was like, "Look at this little thigh out here that made a whole freedom fighter leg." You got is that Harriet on your motherfucking thigh? Yeah, that's how you know my thigh. Let me tell you something. I don't know if I want to be riding a nigga and look down and see Miss Tubman's face. Well, you're not, because you're going to be covering it. If you're riding right, you shouldn't be that close to my knee. You should be up a little bit more. So you ain't got to worry about that. But I have Martin, Malcolm, Muhammad Ali. I got the Black Power Fist. His Freedom Fighter leg. That's what I'm going to call it. On the back of my leg, I have... By any means necessary, and then I have Harriet, but I'm doing women up top. So yeah, well, I want another old historic lady near my nigga balls. Well, the part that I'm gonna put like around the back or around my leg is the it's a if you ever go to see the Billy Holiday statue, which some of your listeners never did because it's on Pennsylvania Avenue by Upton. Don't do so. I'm from <laughs> I'm from West Baltimore. I've been there. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, but your little bougie ass listeners have. <laughs> And they were probably I was like, there before they polished it up and it had piss and bird poop on it. All right, go ahead. Yeah, so that'd be like a nice little date for one of your little scared ass <laughs> listeners. Oh my god, he took me down the avenue. You know, we walked across the street down to the Capitol Lounge. <laughs> we went down, we went across the street to Capitol Lounge, put our mask on, I had a drink. We was in some hood spot. Oh, he, he had me feeling real comfortable. So um on that back Billy part, Holiday. So on the back part of the Billy Holiday statue, it's a um it's like a man hanging. Mm-hmm. And then under it, it has Strange Fruit, and it talks about the the song she mm-hmm. sang, Strange Fruit. So I'm thinking about doing a Billie Holiday picture with her, with the flowers. And, the gardenias. Mm-hmm. Right. And then on the other side, I'm going to have the person hanging and then have, like, Strange Fruit or something like that. So we're going to have Billie Holiday. If, you, if you're doing reverse doggy, you will be looking at Harriet Tubman. It's not that noticeable. <laughs> 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 reverse cowgirl that's yo that's i swear to god like that's the one like that was the one thing this white girl said to me like i wanted to reverse cowgirl you and i was like what the fuck is that like i was young and all the signs were there and i just like totally 
didn't have no idea what was going on because they flirt different. And um, they do. Before we had like all of this like George Floyd stuff. I'm not gonna lie. Like I had in my mind like this summer, I'm gonna find me a badass white girl, and we just gonna go. Yeah, like I never had a white girl like that. So in my mind, I was like, let me just check boxes. So I was like, I'm gonna get me a badass white girl, and we're just gonna be out Sykesville, just eating and oh, chilling. <laughs> get the fuck off my podcast. <laughs> We're going to be out fucking, like, I don't know. We're just going to be somewhere out Timonium at, like, uh, you know, the little place with the sand and shit, like, the high tops. Like, hey, Adrian. Like, I'm going to change my voice every time I see people I know. Like, <laughs> Look, hey, I'll come guys. over. I'm going to walk over to you. <laughs> I can put on my St. Paul's voice, too, nigga. <laughs> yeah, so I'm be like, hey, Adrian. Why <laughs> Like, I'm going to just switch it up real fast. But now, now after this, I can't even do it. I can't even do it. Like, you don't dry off. Your hair is still wet. Get off of me. You should be. Harriet Tubman should get up and run off your body if you was fucking a white bitch. Reverse cowgirl. A I white can't bitch. do it. I can't do it now. Like, if I did it now, it would only to be, like, for payback. Mm-hmm. Reparations. That's your reparations? Yes. I would uh-huh. be like, and, and the thing is, like, I just would talk, like, it was a, uh, white girl they were showing on TV the other day and she was like blonde hair, blue eyed, like straight, you know, look like she loved Trump. Like, I was like, that's the type of white bitch I want. Like, if you... This is it, folks. This is it. (laughs) No, for real, because it's like, in my mind, like at that moment, like, I want you to call me racial slurs. Like, I want you just like... You one of them fools? You want a white girl to ride you and call you the N-word? Yes. Goodbye. This has been another episode... Cause at that moment, that's when I'm gonna just go into a whole nother mode. Like, you know, what I, I mean? am shaking my head. And y'all can't see it. All you right, ain't never like you ain't never like slap a dude or nothing like that. No. While you on top, you never like slap them in his face. No, I might have grabbed the neck aggressively, but slapping them, no. Like, but that's what you gotta do. Sometimes he gotta say to you, like, "Go ahead. I know you mad at me. I, I know you. You know, you gotta get some toxic shit going." Yeah, that's why I don't like, do those shit. <laughs> right. It was like, when you'd be like, oh, you mad at me? Like, I know you fucking mad at me. And you'd be like, I hate you. You know, I love this dick. And it'd be like, yeah, but I know you mad at me. Like, I'm sorry, babe. And then it's like, go ahead, slap me. And then she like slap you like softly the first time. I'm like, nah, slap the shit out of me. And then she just haul off and like smack the shit out you. And then that's when you just grab that bitch by her neck and just flip her off from on top. And then you just start dogging that pussy. Like, bitch, don't you ever fucking raise your motherfucking hand. You told me to slap me. You told me to slap me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is why he is in therapy to bring it full circle. So, because <laughs> that is. <laughs> I'm only going every two weeks. It's going to be a couple years. <laughs> All right, Brian. It's been real. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye. All right, guys, that's it for another episode of the Booty Breakdown podcast. I want to thank the homie Brian for coming on as always. And again, I really am proud of him for being in therapy. And I can't wait to see all the great strides he makes. But also, I am I need to get a picture of his thought leg, his freedom fighter's thought leg. <laughs> all right. And if you have not done so, please make sure you go out and vote. 
November 3rd. If you're in America, this is our election day. So please, 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 please be sure to vote. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Amazon Radio, iHeartRadio, or any app that you listen to your favorites on. Don't forget to leave those reviews too. You can hear a review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. And don't make these pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope ass week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Ho, my stay. Until next time. Bye.